welcome again to another episode of A Brother's Quarrel. That's Jake. That's Bob. And today we are... I was afraid that Damn, for a I second... Got... Shit! I almost... For a second, Shit. I thought you were going to say, that's Bob, and I was going to say, that's Jake. I, I... Jake... Okay. I was I was professional. I was good right there. But then you know what happened? I just went blank. I thank you for starting to talk because I went... <sighs> it's all right, Bob. I got back. <laughs> I did notice that should probably cut down a little bit on the deer viewers. You said deer viewers a lot in the last one, so it'll lose a little bit of it. Because I was addressing them. That's because I was actively... To me, I they know. are the deer viewers. It's, that is their title. It's true, but it kind of loses the fun, loses, loses the its flavor. Right. The, the is, more though, we say it in an episode, it kind of loses that... But I never really meant it. Okay, I yeah, the, when I first said it on purpose, that was just to be... But like I actively like referring to them as our dear viewers. There are four people in this conversation. There's you, there's me, there's Ollie, and there's our dear viewers. All right. They are sadly the... All 20 not, of them. <laughs> not Helen Keller because they can hear. Oh, God, that's... They're just, they're just there. They cannot actively speak with us. Unless it's Twitter or Facebook. So they can't actively speak with us. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's Dusty. Unless it's Dusty. Yeah. I don't know. That that Jorah Mormont, the Barristan versus Jorah. I have to give one of the workers, Megan, I have to give her a shout out though. She says she listened to the entire episode. Or she at least listened to, no, she says she listened to the entire episode. But no, she said that she really went back and forth a lot between oh, Barristan and Jorah. Okay, so yeah, that's the thing. A lot of people were didn't listen to it, and they just made the decision because we wanted them to listen to it. Because yeah, if you have a certain liking, your your first thought is, oh yeah, I like Jorah better, so it's Jorah. But we actually how how much to ground we went for these people. But you know what? This was two episodes ago. Let's not dwell on the good episodes. Let's try to make a good episode because last week. Let's agree, Jake. Yeah, last week. Well, it's just the... the We were dead. Yeah. We were dead. I was in pain. Today, I'm only in emotional pain. All my pain's like, you know, in the heart area, so it's not in the back but area. inside, who did that? So that shouldn't be the case. Wow. You just you just puked that one out. And you give me shit for my dear viewers? Who did? Who did? Who did? Because you're inside? Who did? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> See, uh, Ollie only whimpered whenever you started giving me hell, not whenever I said it. So, well, he's agreeing. With Ollie me. agrees with me, don't you, Ollie? That's right, buddy. Backstabbing yeah. bitch. You fair weather mother. I was kind of curious about how Annie would react around, or how she would act around a- uh, Ollie and how she would act Pip. around Annie. Yeah. I know Pip. Pip would be too much for her because Pip is too active. Yeah. Ollie. Ollie's Annie's neurotic. super chill. Ollie may not have too much of an issue with her, but he may also try and sniff on her way too that much. Shit stinks, Ollie. I know. I'm I'm taking him to the dog shop and getting him a new one. Yeah. Take him to the puppy shop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good segue because today is music episode. We've been Sorta. talking about next week being music episode for how many episodes? <laughs> it's true. Well, okay. Sure, we still are going to have our uh, our. Our March to Madness. We still don't have a fucking name for it. I like March to Madness. You know what? It's a March to Madness. It's March to Madness. It's March to Madness because I can't think of anything. Sadly, update on the ghoul pool is none of us are ahead. Well, that isn't a sad thing. That just means good people aren't dead. Yeah. So. Except for the two bad people that we wouldn't wouldn't shed a tear over if they died. We won't like, piss on their... Who did, on oh, their, yeah. <laughs> so, so far, that's Chris Brown and Farmadouche. Yeah, whatever his name is. Yeah. Martin Screlly or something like okay. that. Yeah. Whatever uh, it is. Yeah. Pharma douche. But I'm actually hoping you, you win that round just for the sole purpose of I kind of want to hear that Wu-Tang album. I really want to hear that Wu-Tang album. Oh. Me too. And me and Bob were talking earlier. Method Man and Red Man, totally going to be in Park City on March 19th. Trying to get tickets. Yeah, we'll probably yeah, get tickets. And if you're in the, hey, most people who listen to this are in Utah, so... What is it, Monday tickets go on sale? Yeah. So most likely when Monday, this podcast February goes 29th. out is when yep. this comes out. Yeah. When the tickets go on sale, because I kinda wanna go. That's not even though even though so we were talking fun, about dude. it in one of the eight like we have what? Three different pre rolls that we started that I that I turned off. One of which we were talking about how like I'm not I'm not a huge uh, group people, which yeah. is why this would actually if we went to there, that would double my total uh total attendance for uh, concerts. Because my first actual concert 
I'm not counting the ones that in, in uh, Somerset that we went to at the place. Even though that Carousel band was pretty fucking good. Yeah. They did it like they did some good covers of Pat Benatar. Like I like. <laughs> no, that's what a lot of them were. They did some damn good covers in those concerts. But I like what was a Kiss. Kiss was here when I first moved out. Oh yeah, and of course Bob won Rio tickets. Yeah, yeah, went to the Rio and basically I went with a, about six beers because we did not want to get beer there and just got. Just Naturally. got basically day drunk and went to... <laughs> and sent me a video of them performing I Was Made oh, For Loving You. No, I just posted it on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And the funniest part about that, Jake, seriously, you look around and every woman is just sitting down, looking at their at their watches. Every guy's like, I was made! <laughs> <laughs> their disco song, that was their chick it. song before they made, you know, I... Oh, God, what did they Beth? make? No, 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 not Beth. Beth was a ballad to her, but, uh, oh, God, the one they made without their makeup on. When they took the makeup off. I forget what the name uh, of the CD. But let's just face it, I Was Made For Loving You is probably still one of Kiss's best best songs. No, 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 their best song. Because here's the thing about Kiss, no matter how good, how good some of, most of their stuff is, you can't listen to it. Because you listen to Rock and Roll All Night, the first verse is kind of nice, then it gets halfway through the first chorus and you're like, Fuck this noise, Detroit! Because it's that one-line chorus bullshit. The same way with, uh, with what, uh, your Queen ones, uh, rock, uh, we will rock you. Oh yeah. That same thing. But you give you give Detroit Rock City a pass but because it's just so fucking good. Shout it out loud! I love. Yeah. Love that song. Yeah, you just because it's that just a good. Too. Yeah, I it, actually it's, it's, after it's white noise. After after the wedding, like as we were driving to the hotel, I was like, "Sorry, sir, I don't know why. I just want to listen to this." And I cranked up. You don't know out why. <laughs> you remember before the wedding when I was riding with you? We were you were blasting Kiss out the entire time. We were on the freeway. Kiss were we was blasting Kiss? straight the hell up. I couldn't remember if we were listening yeah, to Kiss. Yeah, we or were not. listening to Kiss the whole time. Our voices were dead. <laughs> oh yeah. You in a you in a car? Every time I'm in a car with you and you're blasting music, my voice dies. That's because what is we it with just weddings? jam out. No, it's true. Yeah, that wedding I went to in, when I moved back Josh, here. Yeah, Josh when I went to that wedding, I freaking listening to uh, Every Rose Has Its Thorn, and I did it in my weird little Stevie Nicks Your goat butt voice. Rock voice. No, no, my goat voice, not my butt rock voice. The goat voice. <laughs> Just doing air over Rose has its th- oh god I can't do it I haven't done it for years Jake oh I, seriously my voice actually altered thanks to you You're like let's do it again let's do it again but dude we were listening to, like <laughs> Ask DNA and oh yeah uh, and then when you put Mario. in that freaking uh, no they we listened to a little bit of my uh, Yoko Kano stuff and then you freaking I was like I'm gonna put it like we found your love stinks. Freaking CD that you got years ago. I still have that you CD. You do? Holy Good old shit. Rhino music, man. Oh, man. So or good. Was it the Love Stinks or the Feel Like Making Love one? You No, it was a two-pack. No, I bought them separately. Oh, you did? I thought you yeah. had a, Regardless, you had them both. No, it was Love Stinks because Every Rose Has Its Thorn wasn't a positive love song. Because Feel Like, like Making Love was the positive love no, song. No, because it sure it had I Remember You by Skid Row, but it also had Two Out of Three Ain't Bad. No, that was Love Stinks, Jake. Was it? Love Stinks. Jake, think about Dude, it. Dude, you know my CDs better no, than I, I do. Know That's kind of sad. Why would a songs about broken romance be on the Let's Make Love one? The, love true. Stinks is about broken hearts and, you know... They're just squeaky farts and things like that. No, that was horrible, and I should apologize, but I'm not going to. We're just going to forget it happened and keep on going. But uh, so why would it be? Oh, what was the Scorpion <laughs> song that was on there? Um, Rocky Like a Hurricane? No. Wind of Change? Still Loving You. I don't remember that song at all. Hold on. No, Here's don't even where... edit this out. Here's where we're going to have to sit for a minute. No, not that long. Dude, whenever it kicks in, I think you'll know it. But it all builds up to the point to where the song just breaks. And I love it. This freaking song, dude. I I don't care. We'll we'll, we'll sit here and listen to this song because I love it. This episode will get... Can't Dude, we listen to fucking Leonard Nimoy. We'll get <laughs> in be all right. trouble for this. Oh, it's on YouTube. I brought up the YouTube original video. Time. And it's time. To your love again. I will I forgot. 
And yes, we're both doing the rock hand. Just, just for those viewers at home who can't view shit. <laughs> oh, he can't sing. That's why I'm not trying. Especially considering his voice is like the, just, the pitch. Yeah, it's tea kettle. Yep. Of course, why can't I do it then? Because my voice is a tea kettle. Oh, we totally watched Gone in 60 Seconds before it leaves Netflix. Me and Sarah sat down and watched it. Forgot how cheesy the movie oh, is. God, but I loved so it. Drums. Okay. <laughs> Jake, you're going to have to stop it. Nope, nope, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Give it a sec. You got it. The, the breaking point of the song. You've got to get to the breaking okay, okay. where I the just, song gets the best. <laughs> I know you don't want to get in trouble, but it's not like we're using it as an intro or anything. <laughs> but hey, in, that, in my defense, if it's not fucking, uh, if it's not a uh, Radar Love or Twilight Zone, nobody knows that Golden Era exists, and that's what I find sad. Even Twilight Zone is rare. Moving a little bit back so that way we can actually have a conversation about this, but... Damn, that's a good... But, I uh, Seriously, I'm gonna get you a copy, okay? I'm gonna get you the... Uh, I think I already have a... I think I have a Golden Era Greatest Hits, okay. or at least a copy. Yeah, I should have yeah. given you, but dude, you need to listen to two songs. The Devil Made Me Do It and Sesswar. Amazing. And here's the tease because you think this is where the song breaks. But. Oh. Oh. I thought it was kind of. Loops. Leaving it in! <laughs> because this whole segment has to be left in now, Jake. Because it's all Shit. diegetic sound. <laughs> Okay, Jake. Here we go. Right here. I'm still loving you. I want you to know something, Jake. I'm still loving you. Right, I got a question. I have a question, Jacob. It's a question. What's up? Were you one of those people who's like, you gotta hear this song? And when they heard that song, it's like, wait, you gotta hear the best part. The best part's coming up. The best part's coming up. Okay, the best part's coming up. To where they can't hear the fucking song? Because you keep fucking telling them the best part's coming up? Sometimes. But see, there's some songs where you, like, like with me, like whenever he hits the big, still loving you, you know, to me, that's like the apex of the song, you know? Whereas with, like, Purple Rain, I don't know, would you... Oh, hey, there's a Still Loving You to Lord of the Rings. That's funny. Um, like, would you say that Purple Rain has a an apex to it? Oh. Oops. I'm sorry, while you were doing that, I was like, shit, I need to find a copy of I Love the Night by Blue Oyster Cult, my favorite Blue Oyster Cult song. It sounds like it's just about a dude going out, but if you have half a mind, it's obvious about doing cocaine, Okay. It's literally about finding a girl in white, having the best time of your life, waking up in shambles, hoping you'll the next night will be good when you find that lady in white. But, oh, it's my favorite fucking Blue Oyster Cult song. And I was just thinking about, like, that's the way my mind works. But, you know, some of my favorite songs from bands actually have blues in it, like, um, like Cocaine Blues, Johnny Cash, oh, that's probably... Word? Yeah, the actual <laughs> word, blues. They have the so, word, like, blues. Cocaine Blues... Love that song, you and then love the album, the soundtrack to Blues Clues. Um, I thought you meant the the the, the musical styling of blues, and I and was then, I was on. No, board. I love me the musical styling of blues. Uh, yeah, no, totally. Uh, Rolling Stones' favorite is um. Hon- oh no, wait, that one doesn't have blues. It's Honky Tonk Women, but still, it's the same thing. Um, love Honky Tonk Women. Anyway, so um. You know what? Since we kind of came up with a top five list, let's do our top five list, Bob. Oh yeah. Oh well. Sure. Let's 
Let's not let it happen natively. Let's well, let's just. Well, I didn't feel like it was going anywhere. I, so I liked where I liked the fact that we were just talking, Jake. Oh. We were having a, no, no. But you you went ahead. Dude, you it's took, like the third time we've ever done that. I know, but it was just, so fun. We were having fun talking. But dude, no, you were staring at your phone. I was no, because I was still looking for Blue Oyster Call. <laughs> or this will just turn into an episode of us finding videos on YouTube. You know what? Who cares? We were having fun, weren't we? But no, no. You had to go ahead and toss it into a a pit of bees when it had an allergy. <laughs> uh, yes, Jake, how, you're oh, wanting to riff, how you are wanting to riff a movie, it's probably going to be My Girl. <laughs> Which I've still never seen, actually. Uh, I never Did wanted I spoiled to it. it so bad for Dude, you? Dude, I'd heard already I'm how sorry. it ended. Yeah, because we care about spoilers. <laughs> That is that we do try to keep you know spoiler free since you know not really oh three <laughs> <laughs> vomit okay. three vomit free since ninety three oh shit damn it I gave you an opening to make another fucking out about your mother joke shit 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 <laughs> somebody was saying something earlier today and I automatically thought of forgetting Sarah Marshall I can't remember what which line in the oh movie, you know what they but... you know what it was they said hello. Because that's all it takes for me to fucking remember getting Sarah Marshall. Because <laughs> it's never out of my head. Dude, that movie's so good. How how you spent the past five years with her, he's, he's maybe a medal or at least a cuddle. He's like, a, a medal, maybe a hug. <laughs> it's not like Vacation with Hitler, maybe Goebbels. <laughs> Oh, oh shit, dude! That movie. Music. Talking about music. Okay, we're doing. We list. are. We're, we're talking about Alda Snow. We're, <laughs> we're doing a list. We're doing a list. <laughs> I just went from six to midnight. <laughs> I like how he did it. He even like this. Not, not readjusting. It looked like he was pulling it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! And where he busts out with all like the inside of you harmony. Even though he's laughing. <laughs> uh, oh, all right, man. so all this ancient sky, Jay. <laughs> I've had these wandering eyes. Please, I'm gonna have to edit this, Jake. That means I gotta listen to this with big ass fucking headphones on. Oh, I don't want to hear you butchering music. Please, too think late of for your that. Brother. Unless you just cut out the scorpions part, which <laughs> I no, can't. I, can't. One. I would blame you. I'll probably have to leave it because there oh, was too shoot. many stupid fucking bits in it. Uh. Alright, so, and since Jake is, you know, has the massivest of hard-ons for uh, high fidelity, he wanted <laughs> us to make a f- top five uses of CCR in movies. You know, in culture, in pop culture, period. I was going to say, I've done pop culture yeah, more than movies. most of mine was Because movies. movies, it's like, watch any Vietnam movie yeah, and you're going to hear fortune That is song. literally fucking what or I have written down here. you could just put five songs from The Big Lebowski, because The Big Lebowski is full of songs Shit, by creators. I do have a Big Lebowski. I do too. <laughs> it's probably the same one. Looking out my back door. Wait! What number did you put it? Oh, I didn't do it in oh. a ranking. Uh, you know what? I actually ranked I'll, mine. Get yours out, and I'll start ranking mine. Okay, so my number one, which I didn't realize it was in this movie, but I love this movie, and it's my favorite Credence song. What's and that? that's Midnight Special. That is what is a good song. What? It was on Twilight Zone, the movie. I forgot about Yes, it was! I was looking through the list, and I was like, oh... Dude, Dan Aykroyd, like, in that opening section of the movie, oh, it's so good. Um, number two, Fortunate Son from Bioshock Infinite. Uh, number three, Who'll Stop the Rain, Tour of Duty. That one's for Mom, because Mom used to love that TV show. Uh, good old Tom Berenger. Oh, apparently mine's wrong. Uh, okay, what, what's the rest of it? Number four, Looking Out My Back Door. Big Lebowski. Number five, I actually can't stand this song, but every time I hear this song, I think of this. And it was Bad Moon Rising from America's Funniest Home Videos. Whenever Bob Saget was hosting, they done a, a what was it? He said something like, um, there's a bathroom on the right. Like he had made the joke that he always thought it said, that there's a bathroom on. everybody fucking made, yeah. Yeah, and so that's what I always think of every time I hear Bad Moon Rising is that joke. Mine? Number one, 
Fortunate Son, Bioshock Infinite, of course. Because Naturally. That, that was going to be on there. We talked about the hell out that, of it. So I knew whenever you to. changed it from movies to pop culture, I knew that you had that on there also. <laughs> so we actually have two of the same songs. Yeah, because you can't not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To the point where you loved it even so though much, it's you not thought the, that's what they were doing in the end. Even though that's not the Credence performance, it's still it's the Credence still the song. song. Yeah, It's still a... And thing is, though, I couldn't remember... The reason why mine's a little short is I couldn't think of a good version that had a traveling band. A good a good, a yeah. good movie that had... Because I love that. that. That's a really good tour song. Because most tour songs are like I Turn the page Metallica! No, no, like Turn the Page. You have those... I know, I was those, trying those to piss you off. Ones. Oh, no, no, you can't, because the original's so good. You can't. Unless you actively try to play it, and then we are fucking done. You, me, done. If you freaking serve me a coconut dish while playing freaking that song, Metallica's Turn the Page, we are done. And they may not find the body. Well... Intact, unmolested, oh, because I, I will find it. the most amorous bear I can. Okay, I will put honey in places in your dead body that only the most voracious bear can find. It's okay. It was a good death. <laughs> as soon as you said that about the bear, I was just waiting for you to stop talking. <laughs> Yeah, and then you're going to end up like one of the freaking skeletons in an Indiana Jones movie waiting forever, because when the fuck do I stop talking, Jake? (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, on with (laughs) Uh, Number two, Out My Back Door, Lebowski. And three, was Born on the Bayou from Waterboy. Was it? Yeah, at the beginning. Because that fits so, like, that's straight thematically. The best uses was mine. The best uses of CCR. And number four, American Werewolf in London. Bad Which, Moon. Is it in Amer- oh, I've only seen American Werewolf in London like once. Let's put it this and way. I it's loved on the it. soundtrack, Jake. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's hard not to like that Dude, movie. that movie's so Michael, good. Was it Michael Landis? John Landis. John, John Landis. Landis. Yeah. Oh, fucking amazing movie. And uh, my five, everything else is fucking Vietnam movies. <laughs> and sadly, there was no, I couldn't think of a Hey Tonight. And that hey, is my, tonight! I don't know if Hey Tonight or Down on the Corner is my favorite CCR song. It's gonna be tonight. Oh, it's just so, it's so peppy. Dude, that one's a, I, yeah, but I love Midnight Special. That's, well, that's not technically a Credence song. I think that's actually a cover. But, but, but the thing is though, so was, uh, so was Rolling on the River. And theirs is fucking amazing. Oh, Proud Mary? You mean? Fuck! Yes! No, they don't... Well, no, that's right. Yeah, because then Tina Turner done Tina her Turner own. Tina Turner did her own cover of it. Uh, With no, her it was and her freaking legs for days. They both... They were not... Neither. I don't think neither one of them originally did it. And Heard It Through the Grapevine was an old freaking uh, work, work hymn. Which I never liked that song anyway. I didn't... I liked it. I... CCR did. Proud Mary gets way proud, overplayed. So does Hurt but, Through the Grapevine hurt, and yeah, Bad Moon but Rising. But that doesn't change the fact that Proud Mary is pretty good. Why did I fucking go wrong? God damn it. I've been working. I do like Who Will Stop the Rain, though. Yeah. Oh. Oh, love me some CCR. CCR is oh, really and, good. Um, uh, it's in the same vein of Who Will Stop the Rain. Um, I can't believe I'm kind of blanking on the name. Old uh, Man is Down the Road? No. <laughs> <laughs> If you laughed, I love you. Because that's one of those things like, oh, God, that would take a Have you ever of... seen The Rain? Have you ever seen The Rain? Yeah. Oh, that's a great Damn. one. Son that's another one of those Vietnam boom, songs. Boom, boom, boom. <clears throat> I love, I love the trail off on that, the end. Oh, Susie Q in The Big Lebowski? Like, whenever they're driving to drop off the money, that it's Susie Q that's playing. Oh, yeah. Uh, that that one so much credence. <clears throat> of course, he had as a credence album. Long as I can see the light, that's the one I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> and of course, that one's also used on How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Whenever Ted finally hits his breaking point, it starts busting into uh, Long as I can see the light. Beautiful, dude. Like the way they set it up, it's beautiful usage of that song in that show. Yeah. Don't know. Uh. But yeah, okay, now we're just going into, oh, hey, there's the CCR <laughs> song, because it's hard. CCR was just a damn good band. Yeah. They really fucking were. They were just, they were good. Yeah. It, John Fogarty just kind of really wasn't the same without them. 
Even though he was the main writer and everything, but ugh. Yep. Alright, so, moving on from the, the top five list. So, the one that you might need a few minutes for. Okay. I was thinking about um, a soundtrack of your life kind of thing. Like, think about if, you're, if your life was made into a movie, and the soundtrack that would accompany that movie, what, what songs would be in it? I know one of yours would be Purple Rain. Because you always said you wanted that played at a funeral, at your funeral. So I would guess that Purple Rain would be thrown in there. Oh, I wish I could remember. You know what? I'm going to actually look up. It may it may be archived. It was a long time ago. I had a... Well, when I say long time ago, this is when forum sites were in, what was it, BBC code? To where it was like a literal forum site? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I would still go redneck and I'd have to have Freebird as one of them. But I'm very specific about the version of Freebird. It's got to be the live one, the live in Atlanta one that's like 14 minutes and 25 seconds long, whatever it is. You mean the, the version the, that you only ever hear? No, 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 no. That one you don't hear on the radio. No, that one was that on one Mom you... and Dad's. No, that one was on Mom and Dad's Platinum and Gold double double Leonard Skinner album. Jake. And no, 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 no. You don't hear that version of Leonard. If they play that version, they chop it to pieces. You don't hear like all of the, like the bird sounds and then the amazing oh, the piano intro. accompaniment okay. and everything. Like I thought you were going by the one that has <coughs> that long ass solo. Sorry. No, it, it has the long ass solo, but it's but got it the long the piano in. solos to it also. But no, I think it's, or maybe it's 14 minutes and 15 seconds. But it was like one of their, I think it was their last performance in Atlanta before the the plane crash because it was actually in 74, that one. Um, It's the one where he's like, what song is it y'all want to hear? And they're like, Freebird. He's like, I heard it then. And then they bust into the song. Absolutely love that version. Absolutely love it. I I used to just like put on their their, uh, album all the time and listen to that. Hmm. It'd probably start... Even though it's stereotypical, it starts with uh, Simple Man. By Leonard Skinner? Yeah. <laughs> Notice there's a Leonard Skinner hey, I, parallel. I, Dude, I, but that's a great... In some ways, I think that's kind of underappreciated. That's an underappreciated really Skinner that, song. If someone tells me, I'm like, how the fuck? Ballad of Curtis Lowe. That is so not under underappreciated. But it's a fucking good song. And so the fact that I get to tell everybody what the hell a Dobro is... <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's an it's an ugly. Think of a guitar that it's like someone's lazy, guitar-ish? so they put it on your lap. Yeah. It's just this weird box that has strings on it, and you play it with the. Yep. You just play it with the like. Take a roll of quarters, and you f- scratch it. It's midway between a guitar and a freaking a turntable. <laughs> <laughs> it just, all it needs is a little input to where you can freaking blow into it. It'd be the ultimate sad musical instrument. Let's see, so we got the intro. And you know what? I don't know why, but I always think... I always wanted, if I ever was to do or be in a movie, I would love the whole going to meet someone thing, like taking a bus to meet someone, head up against the the, wind, just the window, just out. And all of a sudden, it's Friday, I'm in love place. I'm sure there's an 80s movie with that in there somewhere. No, I'm just, no, just period. Just, just oh. for some reason, just that concept, you know, to where you're just... Sitting there, you're going to meet someone. You're going to meet that girl. And maybe it's a blind date. Maybe it's a first. Maybe it's your 18th, okay? Maybe it's the first time of actually dating when you're known each other forever. But it just always in my head, just like the whole time, that time just Friday I'm in love is playing. That'd be like, I just think that that fits that setup just perfectly. That's funny you mentioned that because the only other person here in the valley that I dated other than Soraya, like the first time I drove down to meet her to go to, on a date, I actually listened to Def Leppard, The Vault, like their greatest hit <laughs> CD for some reason. But not only that, but even while I was listening to it, you know, on 15, as you're going past Park Lane and you're, um, you just go past Lagoon or just as you're coming up on Lagoon and you're coming around the corner and it's like the valley is just kind of laid out before you. For some reason, I'd always get coming down the mountain stuck in my head by, by Jane's addiction that. And plus whenever I was driving out here, every time I would see a sign that had the mileage to Amarillo, I would just go 
Amarillo by morning. And that's all I would say. I, I, I cannot remember any more of that song, but oh. I would at least sing that portion of the song. Okay. So I would probably throw in Amarillo this by setup, morning by okay, George Okay, I'm going to have to start writing this down. Uh, okay, intro is going to be simple, man. I don't know what my intro would be, but I like and, that let's intro. Let's see, somewhere in the middle there's going to be Friday. And the ending, okay, uh, the story of the life, of my life, sadly, it's just going to end at the bit of it. Door stays, dream a little dream. Hmm? You know dream a little dream, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Now it's my turn to subject. But me. why Doris stays? Because I fucking love her voice. And it, that's the version. I'm that, that I'm that way with Etta James. Like, I love Etta James's voice. Love it. Because I can't... I'm pretty sure it's on my phone somewhere. I just don't know. What. Just slowly going further and further down. Just... You have no idea how many times when uh, we Wasn't that on New Vegas or Fallout 3? No, I don't think it was at all. <clears throat> Doris Day was on it, though. But, uh... Would I, uh... Any t- when I had that hot tub, freaking I'd have a screwdriver, I'd be sitting out there, and either this or, uh... Oh, what is it? Uh... Swinging on a star would come into my head, and I would just croon this fucking song low, just very low. Yeah. Bell. That. That would be the ending. Now I have a the opener. I have the closer, <clears throat> but what would go in the middle? The see one of mine. Whenever you brought up her, it made me think. Frank Sinatra has a song called It Was a Very Good Year where he takes like three or four different points of life, like different ages, and he sings about, you know, what, of course, you know, one of them was like whenever he's like in his 60s or 80s or whatever, and he obviously wasn't there yet. But the song was just about like all these like important sections of life, and it's an absolutely beautiful song. All right, so yours at the end, we have, or you want very good year in there somewhere. Yeah, it was a very good year would probably be more like an ending point, probably, maybe, but... If your life was a movie, what would be the sound? But see, here's the thing, is that there's certain songs that stand out from certain stories, so I'm going to put Time of My Life from Dirty Dancing for a very specific reason, all right? So, I I don't know if I ever told you this story. So, there was one night, me, Rodrigo... Trampus, Ryan, and Morgan, we were all... If the next sentence doesn't involve being drunk, I'm going to call you a liar. (laughs) No, there was. Hold on. (laughs) Okay, so I don't know if you remember, I made that mixtape called the Coochie Coochie Coo Collection, right? All right, and the first song on it was Time of My Life from Dirty Dancing, all right? So, Rodrigo was fucking hammered that night, dude. Jake, (laughs) tautologies. Well, he drank like a fifth of Jim Beam all by himself. Jake, <laughs> you're you're hey. describing something by saying what it is. Trampus was hammered, and he was passed out in the second bench seat in the Suburban. Okay, and then Ryan and Morgan, they were in the back seat, right? So, Rodrigo, oh, there's so many stories that, that take place in this same night. It's crazy. Um, but I remember, of course, I was driving, and at this, like, this was after Rodrigo had already jumped out of the vehicle while I was driving away from McDonald's because one of the workers called us children because he made a mess. And he jumped out like, you fucking bitch calling us fucking children. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I was like, dude, I'm driving. Get back in here. Anyway, um, but so we're driving around and... This song, the song's playing. One minute I look up and Morgan, or Morgan and Ryan are chilling in the bench seat, right? And then I maybe like two minutes later I look up and I see Ryan sitting like this, and he smiles at me like because she was yes, yeah. And so that song, you know, we all got a kick out of it. And then in the school newspaper, right? Uh, it was toward the end of the year. Morgan gave us a shout out. She was like. To Rodrigo, Jake, Ron, and Trampus, I've had the time of my life. <laughs> and so, of course, we all knew what that meant. And, yeah, so that's why I would throw that in there. 
Yeah, that, that that's, makes sense. Yeah. What would your opener be? To swear you could be funny and say like "Wrecking Ball" by <laughs> Miley you <know> Cyrus. <laughs> Give it to but another that. person. That song would have been amazing. And honestly, Probably. if that video was literally just just a tight box around the face, you know what, Jake? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, Mom. that's you being a child. But if it was literally just <laughs> if it was just that close up shot, the entire video just. Just a talking head, emotion driven. If that was it, perfect video. Nobody would fucking remember that song as being bad, but it was just a little much for Miley Cyrus because at the time it was still basically look at me, look at me. I want to be, you know, edgy. I want to be, I want to stand out. So having a, a, a deep felt kind of thing about yourself, it kind of didn't fit well. One of mine for consideration to open would be Two Out of Three Ain't Bad by Meatloaf. Yeah. Just because, you know, I'm so dramatic and, you know, all of the various uh, love life issues, yeah. <laughs> let's say. Um, oh, at least you have a that story. That would be in the running. That's true. Um, two Out of Three Ain't Bad would be in the running. I'm trying to think. What would be that perfect opener, though? Because that's the thing is there's so many different ones. In Kiss some ways... Kiss by a rose. <laughs> kiss from a rose. Kiss baby! <laughs> if I compare you to a kiss! Okay, Jake, okay, I'm going to ask you a question about Kiss from the Rose. We're going to take a little stop here, all right? All right, the idea of... All right, because uh, now that your rose is in bloom, okay, when the light hits your moon... I have a question. So this song is about one of two things. Either really liking to go down on people when they're uh, when they fall into the communists. <laughs> well, they do have strong arguments. <laughs> okay, or right after a a a girl has reached maturity. Now you can either say legal maturity or sexual maturity, as in they started having their period. So which. Which version of this do you want? Either actually having a thing for uh, women who are menstruating, having a thing for women who are just turning 18, or just now starting having periods. Personally, I would go with the whole menstruating. Like, No, I'm not talking about what you would go for. What do you think that uh, song is about? I have no idea. Because you can't understand a damn word of that song. He's a motherfucker. How in the world he he's married to a dude? He's, he's kind hey, of, hey, his face hey. is kind of jacked up, yo. Um... Uh, another one in consideration, but definitely in the soundtrack would be Night Moves by Bob Seger. Night Moves, I No, would, for me personally, I would have Night Moves on mine. Even for you, I'm thinking about, because, alright. Oh, you're actually writing them all down? Yeah, just so we can, and then we're going to workshop it. Because uh, this is actually going to be a segment, B. Uh, I'm trying to think of what... Oh, one of mine, just because it was kind of... Actually, thank you, Fallout New Vegas, for um, bringing it up, but... It's the one song that I told Soraya I wanted played at the wedding, and that was Love Me As If There Were No Tomorrow by Nat King Cole. Because that song is beautiful, dude. <clears throat> oh, my main problem with this is I haven't really had a fucking life. Every t- This is why I'm usually not one to talk about or think about, like, what would like what would be great, you know, what, what sums up me? And I was like, uh, just, I don't know, what's the blandest song you can think of? I don't know, because that's my thing. I have a bad time because I know every time, like, I'm one of those people who think that nothing has ever happened to them, but then I start talking about shit. I was like, holy fuck, I've done a lot of things. And, you know, I don't think you're going to like this one as much, what? but I would be remiss if I left it off. We don't die by Twisted. You know what? I would get if you put in homies. You would you'd think? I, I would give you homies putting in that because we don't die. It's just kind of, it's not bad because I get the connotation. Yeah. But that's just a segment, as in something that would just... Because, heck, most of our friends were family. Yep. They were flat out. And I don't mean, like, the only people who hung out with Stick us with together our like zippers on a Michael Jackson beat it jacket. <laughs> but no, yeah, definitely... Yeah. Okay, because uh, we... Should we actually just flat out talk about ICP, finally? Dude, you know... I know we skirt as, it, but... But here's the thing. As bad as what they've become, at that point, I really did... You know, genuinely like yeah, the music because you know from like 97 to 2005 and how old were you in 97 
Well, let's see. At 14? the point that I listened to it, no, 16. 16. Okay, here's the thing. It's this theory I have, Jake. ICP, much like Kiss before it, and Lady Gaga after it, okay? Now, I'm not saying none of those, like, Lady Gaga doesn't have talent, but here's my point. If you want your fan base to stay, if you want a permanent fan base, you give them a name. You take the disenfranchised, and you mm-hmm. give them a banner from which to fight under, okay? Yeah. Because if you're if you're one of those people who, uh-huh, like we, like, well, like I were... <laughs> Well, even then, who just I, has who who had no identity, dude. It took me forever to find mine too. But you so. still had popularity, Jake. No, not until junior, maybe senior year. I didn't, Jake. No, seriously, dude. That's whenever things started to get good times, for me. How many times have people walked up to you and asked, like, "So, how's your brother doing?" Yeah, but dude, that's the thing. That was like. All of that was built from junior year on. It was not always... Jake, there was my very first crush. All right? Like what? Second, third grade. Disappeared after fourth grade. When we... uh, First year at Upward Bound, the Upward Bound program we were in, there was this chick who looked vaguely familiar. I was like, huh. And come to find out, it was the crush I had back in third grade. What was the first two things she said? Like... Did you used to go to Woodstock? I was like, yeah. It's like, it's like okay. It's like, I can't even remember. I think her name was Tasha or something. I can't remember. And she's like, yeah, yeah. I thought that was you. How's your brother? Dude, I hadn't seen her. No, 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 no. But you said you didn't get that 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 concept about you until high school. This is this is control group, motherfucker. This is someone who. But was she the same age as you? Yes. Okay. Since. I was in second grade. No, no, that's the point. That is the point. Like, as in you actually had... I was always the weird kid. Always. So I never had a identity. Except being the tall, fat, weird guy. So, you had the Kiss Army. Alright? You have the SMFs from freaking Twisted Sister. And you had the Juggalos. Alright? That was just you take... In, if you listen to people who absolutely always love them, same concept. Very uh, l- middle-lower class, living in a bad situation, not going anywhere. It gave you this concept, this this, this guy talking about all these shitbags who think they're better than you, get what they deserve, and it's a way for you to vent that frustration. It's true. As a freaking, as a, as a teenager, that's great. And that's but why Cody loved ass, it even more than I did. Yeah. As a grown ass man, you there's can't times, be bothered to care. There, but see, there's still times where I'm like, oh, I kind of want to listen to Most Tasteless, just because Most I tasteless, like that CD. I wasn't a big, okay, I heard it a lot, but I will admit, I will hands down admit, there's a couple Twisted albums I will listen to. Okay, fucking Cryptic Myth. Collection. Oh yeah, three, and a Freak Show, just because Cody had that playing twenty four seven. Every time you were in a car with him, it was either soil. Was it uh, black? Dude, Sabbath? I still have Halo on my workout playlist. I have Halo. By I had the soil entire album. There. Oh, get this! Like right when I started. Oh, at, I actually uh, bought it at Best Buy, like back in 07, Whenever nice. I was working at Toys R Us, that CD was. That CD is tight. So good, uh, man. Oh. Would you still consider it new metal or just straight no, metal? just and, metal? Well, I wouldn't even say. Me- I think it was hard closer rock. to hard rock, hard rock than yeah, metal. More hard rock than metal. Yeah. yeah. No, but, uh, it wasn't. New but that metal, was the whole though. thing with the entire Juggalo. It was close to echelon. metal. It was like that borderline, you know, but, like like how like you how can... people don't say Rainbow was metal, even though it was the progenitor to metal. Well, that like I was gonna say Black Sabbath and Rainbow, but the same way, like both of them, you could make the argument for them being and metal, and you can make, make it for them Sabbath being hard didn't rock. Get super metally until Dio was in it. It was more. It was. It was Dude, more paranoid hard though. Rock. The song "Paranoid," I love. That is like three minutes of just fantastic. Yeah, and, and it's the same way with like "Breaking the Law" by Judas Priest. I have that oh, on man. my workout playlist. Well, like Judas Priest, I'm okay with, but "Breaking the Law," that song, I absolutely love. Love that song. It's a hell of a song to work out to. But what's anyway. harder, "Breaking the Law" or "Aqualung"? You see, that's the best part because that was if you if some person Dude, just I can't randomly deny listened that to, no, 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 no. isn't. Someone just listening to this would think I did that as a joke. I did that because I knew it would get that silence of 
Because your first thought is, fucking, it's Aqual. It's it's Jethro Tull. He plays a flute. And then you're like, he pl- he's... No, yeah, that song Yeah, Jethro is... Tull was hard as hell. But, yeah, t- Tull, we just thought of it as this, just this prog rock, but nobody gets that prog rock has no freaking shape or form. It can do whatever it wants, and Aqualung <sighs> is just this creepy fuck. Jeremy cannot be nearly as creepy as Aqualung is. You listen nope. to Aqualung... And you get you get those creepy pimples on you're just kind of yeah oh it's like oh wait am I am I am I cheering for a pedo like you're you start getting it's like damn I fucking love Jethro Tull yep. Bungle in the Jungle was good was it was the bad call bad teacher it was something teacher oh I can't remember teach me teacher teach me I can't remember but you say teacher and I think of hot for teacher because I, that was probably my and first I think favorite of band song. But I don't know. Okay, here's the thing. I think of Substitute, the Who song, but that's the thing. Substitute has nothing to do with the teacher. <laughs> that was a deviation from the original soundtrack to your life. But yeah, that's why, again, there's nothing. Okay, if I will not, I will never hate myself for liking ICP. Yeah, me either. But I will never actively like them again. I do, I do still like Under the Moon. Because one thing about Violent J, he was really good at writing character stories. Yep. And those are the best songs. The the worst ones are when they try to just have like, oh, we're 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 Shangri-La, blah 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 blah. Yeah. But their their concept songs like The Hall of Illusions, okay? Hall of Illusions is really good. Uh The Amazing Maze is really Hall good. Hall of Illusions is Yeah. Amazing oh. Maze is a really good one. Yeah. And yeah, those fun little those fun little ones. Uh Net and game can be okay because it's not really a song. It's just a dumb fucking. It's just a skit. If you, you realize most X- of the songs are skits. Well, what? No, go ahead. No, no, that was just what, it. What? Me and Dustin had started to come up. I think it was like a. What was it like a song at church that was to the tune of Net and Game? But no, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, or what was that for? Maybe it was for something in Upper Bound. I forget what it was. But anywho. Okay, one of mine, just because the retail game, this is how the retail game makes me feel, okay? To me, this is what the soundtrack to, like, the the, the, the song that specifies our store or that describes our store is this song. And that's Ain't No Rest for the Wicked by Cage the <laughs> Elephant. Yeah. I've got to kind of look at some of my Spotify songs to help. Because, dude, there's so many songs I have stuck in my head that... Oh, most of mine are just sad, so I don't really want to go into mine. <laughs> but even though I don't think it would be on my thing, yeah. one of my one of my favorite songs that I feel like it kind of gets lost, and it's a very specific version. It's the rock remix to "It's All About the Benjamins." I never by heard Puff it. Daddy. I know, I know and the Bad Boy by. Family, but the rock the rock remix is amazing. You know what I. I would put one, it's You Could Be Her. You've never heard it. I know you haven't because uh, it's a Jonathan Colton song. It's just basically about the concept of the the story of the song is there's a dude, he runs a, a pretzel shop in the mall. His life sucks. He basically drinks his fucking uh, paycheck away. Yes, they do. And uh, just finding an emotion, trying to find an emotional out. Right. And that's really all it's about. And yeah, that that fucking reminds me way too much of when I had shit job. To where you just look at anybody who gives you half the fucking attention yeah. in the hopes that, oh, is this going to be my way out? Is there going to be somebody there who can fucking just get yeah. me out of here? Now, I personally would have Come On Eileen on there because it's my automatic feel-good song. If I'm ever in a bad mood and I hear that song, like, it can just come up on the radio. I don't go looking for it, and it automatically puts me in a good mood. Yeah. Thing is, though, my go-to feel-good song (sighs) is in Japanese. It's the fucking intro to a cartoon. Bob, we're missing a crucial song. And this is a song for both of us, and we're missing it. What? We are totally oh. What is uh, what is it? Superman, by Goldfinger. Yeah, but I've never done anything that active enough to where that would fit. Dude, but just the okay. As soon as you hear that song, whatever capacity, what's the thing that you think of most? Uh, just accidentally breaking Tony Hawk's neck trying to do a 1080. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. To me, it's it's more. It's about more than just um, 
oh, you know, playing it out like in a movie. It's also something that it's got to have a very, you know, like you have to have a very specific response to that song whenever you hear it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, you know my feel-good song, Jake? Tightrope. And I hate the fact that all my music you haven't fucking heard. I feel like a hipster. Although this is shit I keep trying to get you to listen to, but you don't listen to. Okay. Actually, I just found the song I think that would close mine out. What? It would be Glory Days by Bruce Springsteen. Okay. I think that would probably be my closing. Yeah, yours is a lot bigger than mine. Because all mine are just <laughs> like, oh, yeah, let's talk about that sad song. Let's talk about that sad song. So. How about for you? Don't you forget about me. No. <laughs> You're like, no. Uh, when all is said and done. Because I cannot not have a ABBA song. And when all is said and done... Just fits the tone of what I'm writing. Which just, it seriously, what I'm writing looks a bit like a suicide note. That's this is, sad. <laughs> this is one that, if my life was a movie, I would want it on the, that would literally be a soundtrack. Like, I see a very specific scene in my head whenever I think of this song, and it's Can't You See by the Marshall Tucker Band. Oh. Game over. Dude, that fucking song, dude. Like, that song, like, the chills, like, even thinking about that song, like, the emotional response that I have. You see the look on my face when I freaking, it just started clicking? Yeah. Dude, yeah, Jake, okay, this this segment's over. Jake won. Jake won. Okay, so. Oh, but Poison by Belle Biv DeVoe would also have to be on there. (laughs) For, like, the middle point of my life. Girl, the, I must want you. No, more like, the never trust a big button to smile. <laughs> but, no, Poison would be, like, that middle, like, my craziness from, like, 2000 Shit. to 2005. What? I'm trying to think of an 80s-style fucking song, or, oh, hip-hop song that fucking fits on mine with the same venue. Oh. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> nah. We're talking hip-hop, Jake. No. I don't know. I could also like Paul Revere by the Beastie Boys. I could see just I because it's to. no Jake. We're not having a third music moment. But anyway, continue. Just or because. you have well, no, not regulate. Other than the young guns at the use of young guns at the start of it. Um, but a good '80s hip hop song for you would be. Um, uh, no, the, we need something peppy. This thing seriously looks like a wrist slitter. You do need something peppy. I need something peppy so Just bad. a friend. Bismarcky. Oh, yeah. Another, okay, a oh, peppier yeah. song about the fact that nobody... F- Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hey, hey, I'm still reeling from blah, 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 Jake, okay? She did me wrong. <laughs> Yeah, let, please, Jake. Let's let's pe- let's add some pep to this before we get into a what the fuck Potter super round because I, I'm sad. Please, Jake. What would you have? Um, would you have it's tricky for yours? He said hi. You know, I said hi. You know, I I probably would put maybe probably Space Age Love Song in there somewhere. By the Cure? No, it actually oh. it was I uh, it was uh, Flock of Seagulls, Jake. Oh. It wasn't Cure. Sorry. Space Look at no. you! You're still going like all sorts of like sappy '80s style. But no, fucking Space Age style. Love Song is the single best fucking song they ever did. But everybody remembers Iran. No, they remembers the song Iran so far away. People tend to try to forget Iran. <laughs> okay, Jake, please th- come up with something no. peppy for me. Please. I am. I'm. Hold on. That isn't Humpty Dance. Even though, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that fucking laugh! I'm sorry. We need to find you a good '80s hip hop. Just something peppy, Jake. Help me out here. I'm know, fucking I'm, drowning, dude. I'm doing the best I can. Hold on. You're burst. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Focus, focus. You can do Jungle Love. <laughs> But no, not really, I guess. Huh? No, sadly, no. Dude, why don't you just go with Shame on a... Shame on a nigga? Uh, Jake, if it's the name of the song, don't get all scared, white boy. Okay? Yes. It's the name of a song. I, I don't think I could go with any real woo that would actually fit. I know, I'm... Because, I'm sorry, I, even though I'd, I'd love to put Humpty Dance because it's Humpty Dance, but 
I do not believe I've ever gotten busy. Do you in know the Tupac used to be in Digital Underground? Yeah. There's a song that they do. Is it Around the World or something? It's, I think it's called Around the World. He has a bump and flow to it, dude. It's amazing. I like, I like Digital Underground. Yeah. Prog um, rap. <laughs> kind of. It was. It was prog hop. Prog hop. I like that. Because there's just a lot of Run DMC, a lot of Public Enemy, which I know you don't. Never was. Uh, I never hated Public Enemy, but you can't. I never you, got super into. Them. Well, that's because you can't relate to Public Enemy, and I'm kind of the same way. I just, you know, it's one of that those. That is things. true. It 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 did hold a very specific. Uh, what was it uh, thought thought pattern? Um, oh well, yeah, yeah. Every time I look at a song, it's like, hey, that one, oh, it's another sad one. Hey, that one, oh, hey, it's another sad one. This is fucking. This is actually making me depressed now, Jay. What about just can I kick it? It's a little upbeat. I never was all that into. I. Um. What about mind playing tricks on me by uh, Ghetto Boys? No. Nah, just any song, Jake. Don't go straight. Just any fucking song that you can think of that would. Cause dear God, I'm gonna have to cut so much of this of us just trying to find a song for me that isn't depressing. Dude, what about uh? This is Mama just... said, "Knock you out." Who the fuck cares about this? LL Cool J sucked. You might have to go wider than looking yeah. at '80s hip hop, dude. I don't think you want any Vanilla Ice, so you're still stuck in '80s hip hop. Well, you said you wanted '80s hip hop. Well, no, I was just no. I was in the vein of Belbin Devoe. I was literally trying to think of a. What if you song. go with "My Prerogative" by Bobby Brown? Eh, that wasn't bad, but no, Jake. When I said. I was thinking of a specific song that was reminding me that would work in the same vein. I was looking for, I was trying to remember a specific thing in my memory, but I could not, so I let it go. You know what? Uh, I found my happy song. I don't care if it's another song you haven't heard, but... Sweet enough. So yeah, my, my happy song is good-ass intro. Technically not an actual song from Chance the Rapper's Acid Mix. It's just a mixtape he made, and yeah, there... That it's a song. Every time I hear it, if I'm at work, I am afraid because I'll just start just freaking just like oh. Would you do that with Ask DNA for yourself? Ask DNA is a good one. I'll give you that. I've got another one for mine. Uh, it's called Whiskey Lullaby by Brad Paisley featuring Allison Krauss. And I, I would also throw uh, I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry on there. Yeah, I love that fucking song. Yeah. And. Write it down so that you can like send me a picture of it because oh, I stopped no. writing down. I'm gonna songs. have to write it down a second time because this is fast. Uh, and you never even call me by my name by David Allen Coe. I guess I could start. If drinking don't kill me, but you need. Did you already write down Purple Rain? No. Uh, if I was gonna go with the Prince song, would I go with Purple Rain though? That's possibly his best song, compositionally speaking. Like, all in all, yeah. as a song, But in probably... terms of what I like, I kind of like I Would Die For You better. Dude, that is a... Just that because a it's hard enough. you. Die for you. if you want me to. But every time I hear that song, because it would play in the store, I would, for some reason, I felt like I could see him like being like a tinter tantrum kid. Darling, if you want me to. Oh, dude, that's... Okay, you know what? We'll we'll work on this list some more, all right? But okay. I'll start it out for sure. All right, okay, I should let you guys know I was going to not put it in the show, but we're basically going to... The reason why we went so far on this is we're going to turn this into a Spotify playlist for you bitches. You know, you'll have Happy Zappy Great Songs by Jake, and for you people who want to slit your wrist, you have my music, apparently. <laughs> And then, you know, if you really want to make sure you slit down to the bone proper, there's an ICP song. <laughs> no, that'll make you slit the wrist of the person next to you. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so that's going to wrap it for our musical portion of our musical episode. Let's. I have I have for you, Jake, before we do our uh, Madness of Marches. All right, beware the Mads of March. <laughs> oh, shit, that was horrible. All right. I had, I was looking through, it's like, maybe I could do a What the Fuck Potter. I saw a, a a super list of What the Fuck Potters, and I'd like to go through these with you. Let's do it. Hey guys, it's Bob. Apparently we can't go very long without Audacity shit in the bed again. Somewhere, somehow, 
the next 20 minutes got deleted. And that included the rapid-fire Harry what-the-fuck Potters, which actually were pretty fucking good, had one of the best bits we've had in a long time on it, and two, our March to Madness. Jake's at work right now. It is about almost 11 a.m. on Monday, and I'm just trying to finish up, so we're not going to be able to re-record that. So hopefully next week's episode will have all that. Sorry, I don't know what happened. I It was there a minute ago, then it wasn't. Thank you, Audacity. I fucking love you. Alright, so we're just going to have to end today's episode on a cliffhanger like we did, and I'll... I just remember, uh, follow us on Twitter, at ABQ Podcast, uh, capital A, capital E, B, capital Q. Email at brothersquarrel at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbay, Podbean. Finally got an issue where only 20 of our 21 episodes were showing up. Well, now it's 22, but got that fixed. Uh, remember to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Simple process. You'll constantly get updated whenever we got a new episode, and... Hopefully, they'll go back to being weekly. <laughs> and uh, on Twitter, Jake will be posting a link to our Spotify playlist probably later today. So, yeah, once again, just remember, we here at Brothers Coral want you to remember that nobody ever truly wins an argument, especially when Audacity fucking cuts it up.